1: Hi everyone, welcome to uh, the IGN UK podcast, a very sweaty IGN UK podcast, as the thermometers burst under the heat of this unusually British summer. Kes, how does somebody like you, who is fair of skin and complexion and hair and everything, mind you, it's, it's bleached, so
2: Yeah, fine. I was, though previously, also quite fair of complexion.
1: You still are. Yeah. Well, how, how, are you, how are you coping?
2: It's so hot. I went back to Edinburgh last week and it was 28 degrees. I didn't know how to react. That's never happened in no, Scotland. No, it's literally never happened before. An American friend of mine was over visiting. He's like, I don't know why you guys are always complaining about your weather. It's beautiful. It was. It was. The, we were sitting outside having a meal on a terrace in Edinburgh in July. I was so confused.
1: That's strange, Luke. How have you been coping in the heat?
3: Oh, I'm all right. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of a bit. Mocha skinned, and yet I don't like. I don't really dusky skin. Bit racist, bit racistly. It's fine about myself. Can you be racist, you racist about, yourself? about yourself? well That's uh, the, well, the internal I question. I think isn't nowadays
2: it? you can be racist about yourself. Yeah. Well, right. either way, I think you I'm, can be racist about I'm, anyone. I'm dusky Equal sk- opportunity Are you racist for saying he can't be racist against himself?
1: I'm, I'm, yes. I'm yes, I'm, I'm, i I do try to be racist, but comedy racism, but comedy racism, yeah. which is comfortable, the like you know, one. grandfather
2: racism. Um, yeah, it doesn't hurt quite so much. But
3: yeah, no. So I've actually considering that I I'm used to this. I don't like it at all. I don't like the sun. Really, wow. I quite like it when it's cool. I'm one of these yeah. annoying people who's like, oh, it's too rainy, um, and then it's sunny, and I'm like, why is this? I didn't ask for this.
2: How about you, Stu? How's well, I don't mind. You?
1: Don't mind the heat at all. I'm really quite happy in this kind of weather. I absolutely adore it. I, you know, I, I just bask in it because we've see, we've had we've had a long winter. It's we been have, like, like Game of have. Thrones. We've had a winter for like six years yeah. without any <laughs> fucking sun. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to just puncture a myth about gamers. And their stench in hot weather—is mm. this actually a thing? I mean, you know, you hear is it, it talked com? about, and yeah. Now, is it going to be racist to say that's because they're German? <laughs> yeah.
2: is, I don't know. I don't. I know. think that's not true because it's exactly the same at E3. Um, <laughs> I, know, I think no. it's just whenever you get a bunch of men in a place, it starts to smell a bit. Maybe it's the same at football matches in summer. It smells I wouldn't a bit know. funky. I don't
1: know, I don't know. because they're, 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 there's there's kind of. There's a difference between smelling a bit hot and
3: sweaty with deodorant
1: and, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. and just they're fucking
3: off. reeking.
1: The There's so many people
2: on off. the
3: tube who just don't wear bloody deodorant. It's ridiculous. Stick it on. Yeah.
2: It's the, the tube, especially, it really does alert you to the lack of hygiene of your fellow man. Mm. Right. So, you, so
1: what we're saying is it's not just gamers in general that, that stink in the hot weather. No. I think
2: it's people. People stink in hot weather. The main problem with hot weather for me is my hair. My hair is very important to me, as anybody who's looked at my hair will probably notice because I spend far too much time fiddling about with it. And in the heat it just doesn't do it it just sits on my head it just sits there I was actually thinking
1: how nice it looks. oh thank you Stu that's very nice well, I think it suits you being a bit closer to your head the way it hovers up. like a foot above your head normally <laughs> yeah. and, and travels behind you I always think it's a strange look like <laughs> <That> Cousin
3: <laughs> It it's a bit weird
1: that,
2: that's the big problem with summer is that there's a certain like I tend to get kind of red sweaty and have shit hair for all of summer uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> which, is a, which is a minus winter point. of the dating month some, because yeah, of McDonald's yeah it's true some people really suit summer though like especially a lot women kind of wander around you know in a lovely tan, and kind of nice, nice dresses and stuff and, yeah. and look nice in summer just, I just don't see summer it's not my season I,
1: being a, a, an old sexist man I have to say I love summer for that very reason Brilliant. there are so many beautiful
3: women on there the streets there is nothing of wrong London. with
2: appreciating beautiful people in summer
3: see I turn really quickly so I'm like I'm out there for a day boom He's done yep, job done Tops off. don't need it anymore
2: just striding down the streets I did notice actually at Glastonbury because we had a sunny Glastonbury just how beautiful everybody is it's just lovely beautiful young people in, in you know. Know, summer clothes. I yeah, was really enjoying that. That's booth.
1: all the ones that work in PR, and that's why. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. yeah, funnily enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else is everybody up to then this week? I'll tell you what we did last night, which is good fun. Uh And if you came along, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, you won't have a clue. So I ought to really get to the point, uh-huh. which Uh which is the following dot 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 JP twenty hashtag JP twenty Jurassic Park twenty years old. If you're in England, if you're in America, slightly. More than 20 years old. Exactly. Like Slightly. Can't, can't remember. Only by a couple of months or something. Mm, there. Yeah. So we celebrated. We went down to Jimmy's Loading Bar down in uh, lovely Soho uh, and just ran the film. Ran the film on a little DLP projector off of a PlayStation 3. On a big sheet of plastic. On a big sheet of plastic, yeah, <laughs> which worked quite well, I think. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and yeah, it was fun. It was good fun. We had a nice little turnout. Not too many people because Jimmy's bar is quite small but uh, it's, worth have, it's worth poking your head around the door if you are in London and you fancy a, uh, a gaming bar. A loading bar in Soho. Yeah, it's pretty much the only one in London, isn't it? I think it is, so, it's yeah. the
2: only one, I think. It's called Mad. There is also a, a game, an e-sports cafe in Soho, but even I'm too... Uh, there's an e-sports one, one as well. for in, that place. There's one
3: in Islington as well that's just opened that I was going to check out at some hmm. stage, and then I realised that e-sports scare me.
2: But thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming along is. to Jurassic
1: Park because uh, it was really nice to see all, yeah. all the, oh, those familiar faces. It was really good fun. I'll do more stuff like that. I'd like us to do more film screenings. I it suggest. Was, yeah. It
2: was definitely an IGN UK production you Yeah, know, the plastic held up with duct tape on the wall. Oh, yeah. and It was great. Nailed it. I was really I was <laughs> No, sad that was the problem. We
1: didn't nail it. If we had it, wouldn't have <laughs> nah. filmed that. You see, oh, boom. <laughs> yeah. I want us to do Blade Runner. I, I really want us to do a screening of Blade Runner because I love that movie. Yeah. And we could like all have noodles while we watch it. Oh, very
2: yes. nice. Jimmy and Jimmy's designer made a shop menu for Jurassic Park including everything from chocolate dinosaur eggs to turkey dinosaurs and incredibly inventive shots. 20 shots, though. Bit much.
1: How many did you have?
2: I didn't do any. I can't have spirits. You didn't? Do, oh, of course yeah. not. You're
1: you're violently ill on spirits, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs>
2: yeah, they make me really sick. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't how have do any spirits. I not know this? Can't have any spirits. No, no. You never,
1: she never drinks spirits. Just, I think it's just it's wine and beer for you, isn't it? It's wine and beer only for you. Yeah. 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 Poor a me. Lovely, lovely cocktail.
2: Oh, <laughs> wine and beer cocktail. <laughs> I went, when I went to Jamaica, I was having rum for two weeks. I was seriously, seriously unwell. <laughs> I got back <laughs> and there was like three days of just not being able to really do anything. Grim. Not good at all. That's a shame.
1: Mm. Um, we've had a really cool will interview up on the site this week yes. that we, we slashed into three disparate pieces because it seemed to work quite well that way with some geezer who was responsible for the, the birth of the PlayStation 4. Tell us a bit about that.
2: Well,
3: We're, he's a lovely man. Mark Cerny. He? Mark Cerny. <laughs> Mark
2: Cerny, he of Knack fame. Um, Daniel went to interview him. yeah. We've got three videos about the PlayStation 4's kind of genesis and about its games and also about the kind of near future. Not mm. the far future, because certainly he didn't want to talk about that, but the, the near future. They're really cool interviews. I highly suggest watching them if you have got. He's a very so-
1: intense man.
2: He is, isn't he? He was um, it's um, so odd, isn't smart.
1: Isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. He's so smart. We were kind of we were not warned exactly, but we were advised um, before we did the interview that he, he he just won't take any shit from you, basically. Yeah. Mm. He'll he'll like he'll say his piece. And that's it. And you're not going to get anything further out of him. So he's it's, it's quite, quite a tough man to interview. But I think Croops did a fantastic job. Yeah, he did. Got completely. some really interesting stuff out of him. And it's just good to sit down for, for 20 minutes with the guy who is the daddy... Of, of, you know, the console that everybody is excited about. It's so being, With, being, being with apologies to Expo. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Being able to actually talk to these people is brilliant because you get, you get so much more. You know, traditionally, we've not been able to ever talk to these people. They've been kind of kept away mm. from the press. And it's awesome to be able to, to speak to them properly. Yeah. What,
3: what is weird, though, looking at kind of the rushes of that, um, that interview, he is kind of very, he's quite shy and quite withdrawn. And like, I was at Develop last week seeing him do his keynote and he's so out there. He's so kind of chatty and so Brilliant kind of presenter. you know engaged mm. and you just think wow this is such a confident guy. Then he steps off stage and right back into himself. Yep. Just done. Yep. Not that it's really really weird.
1: Interesting stuff. Oh, I'll tell you what else we're doing as well. Uh, we're recording the podcast in our <laughs> games room surrounded by tea chests, uh, debris, detritus uh, and, and we're looking at uh, cables and we're looking at anything works and a you for wine. This is also probably the last time. On the IGN UK podcast, that you may hear any sort of sirens outside, because yeah. we are packing everything up, ready for something exceptionally exciting that's happening next at the end of uh, the end of next week, next Thursday and Friday. We are moving office.
2: Hooray! Finally! It's been going on for approximately 400 years this office move so I'm quite pleased that it's happening.
1: Because, uh, you know, because we we are so loved and so adored throughout the uh, known universe IGN UK has pretty much outgrown Our current office at the end of Oxford Street. So we're moving into a funky new office. It's going to look amazing. We're going to have all new facilities. uh, So we're going to be able to bring you even more exciting uh, gaming news. Loads more video stuff. We are going to have a party. We're going to have a party party that
2: involves you guys. Unfortunately, it's not lining up with Podcast 200. That was our no. original plan, so it's going to be a but bit later in the year. So if you can, if you can hold on for for a delayed Podcast Two Hundred party, we're gonna we're gonna invite yeah. people into our new office. And if you
3: are happy to join in the collective lie with us? That's um, yeah. that'd be lovely. But,
2: uh, although we do have some plans for Podcast Two Hundred. Yes, that we're not we going do. To yeah. But yeah, no, we'll, the event will be later. What we should do
1: is Podcast Two Hundred Point <laughs> One, like like Microsoft did with Windows Eight.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll, we'll do Podcast Two Hundred.
1: Then we'll do a Point One, <laughs> which, which is, is the, the, real version, though, the real version. version yeah. Yeah. Let's forget the
3: old one that Podcast happened 200 before. Podcast
1: Two Hundred relaunch. Um. Oh yeah. Talking of Podcast Two Hundred. We're probably going to run loads of the best bits from the previous 199 podcasts. So, if there's a particular moment that you remember from the dim and distant past, or even something a bit uh, a bit more recent that you'd like to hear again, well, I suppose you could actually just replay the you episode could just replay yourself. Off, but yeah. what we'll try and do is, is maybe kind of lash together some some kind of best of bits of the last. Uh, Four years? Four years nearly. Wow. Send Can us
2: you... your favourite moments, especially from seeing as Stu's the only person left who's been here for, I think, the entire, apart from Alex. Yeah. Oh, and Tilly, actually. Yeah. What was that one Alex Send, send us your old ones, especially. But Trade L
1: Time Bar. Trade L Time Bar. I need fact, to hear that's that. You know, fuck it, moment. I'm just going to loop that for an hour. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Podcast 200 <laughs> that, right that there. That was a
2: classic, classic <laughs> moment <laughs> in podcast history. Yeah, we've all been thinking about our favourite podcast moments, Trade so if you could al- share yours, final. our email address, we're well, sorry, it's a little bit awkward, but our mm. email address is ign underscore ukfeedback at IGN.com you can also get us on Twitter at IGN UK and on Facebook at IGN UK IGN. they might be the better
3: ways to do <laughs> it message us
2: message <laughs> oh, us oh no IGN,
1: U- underscore, UK, IGN
3: underscore oh, fucking IGN underscore IGN underscore UK feedback i yeah, am down wrong
1: that's I it down that's, that's
2: a, that now works perfectly fine we're getting your feedback we got some yeah. feedback this week thank you guys for braving the underscore we shall bring
1: up uh, yeah we'll do the feedback a little bit later do yeah. um, if you want to do any kind of jingles or, or any kind of shout outs to celebrate 200 as well that would be that would be good fun so yeah that would
2: be lovely have a um,
0: we'll
3: have a bumper um, huge we have, episode we could have some pics as well If we need new like facebook covers yes, anything stuff i'm excited about just do day. stuff oh, fuck it man if you want to, i'll tell you what
1: let's have a new podcast theme do us a new podcast theme yeah there you go that's your challenge What's Manus it?
2: Noble, you're, you're if you a. you love uh, us, you'll do Manus this. Manus Noble's us. one of our listeners. You're, yeah. you're a composer, aren't you, Manus? Do his one.
1: Is he nodding furiously at I, the I presume so in the, the ether. He, at the MP3. Oh. Let's head on to the news. news. First bit of news we have this week is about Microsoft. Uh, and things are working out really well for the Microsoft Surface RT tablet. Really? No, not uh, really, oh. no. Um, <laughs> they've lost. How can I put this? <laughs> a shit ton of cash. <laughs> 900. Million dollars wow. have been lost by Microsoft on Surface RT. In well, it's in, not
2: quite a billion.
1: And not just under <laughs> just, just under. <laughs> and do you reckon under. that's what they take to take home from the meeting? You but know, here's, here's, here's the thing: this is, this is this is this is the Surface RT tablet, which yeah. which is just a waste of everybody's time because obviously there are two Microsoft Surface tablets. There's a Microsoft Surface tablet, fine, it runs Windows 8 and you can run all your normal software on it. Thumbs up. Then there's the Microsoft Surface RT tablet. Which uses a different kind of processor, and therefore doesn't run all the normal Windows software.
2: See, I didn't know that. I thought there there was only one Surface. No,
1: two types of Surface. Normal Surface, Surface RT, which is a complete waste of everybody's time. Wow. Which is why nobody's buying it. Why are you going to buy something that is fundamentally crippled? And even though it says Windows on the box, kind of isn't Windows. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Does I it have
2: know. three OSs, like
1: the Xbox One? No, just, just, just the one. But you see what... I, I keep harking back to this, podcast after podcast. Apple got it right. OS X for desktop stuff and your laptops. And then iOS for tablet devices and phones. That's kind of what... Mm-hmm. You know, Microsoft should have thought about rather than trying to, you know, and these, these things even look the same. These tablets even look the same. It's just one of them's called RT, and that one runs on a different processor, so therefore can't run normal Windows software.
2: Microsoft Surface retweet.
1: <laughs> Retard, more <Retard>. like <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Retired, uh, and that, this doesn't
2: surprise me enormously because for the last six months, Every single time I've played a video on 40D, yeah. there have been three adverts: one for Surface, one for Microsoft Windows 8, and one for fricking Internet Explorer. Oh, fun. Internet Explorer! Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's
3: got a catchy jingle. Every
2: si- I don't know, I can't even think about how much money they must have spunked on and it amount. everywhere.
3: They've.
1: I also said that it's not written on this piece of paper what I has in front of me, but I, I was reading uh, something the other day. Microsoft Surface tablets make up a whopping two percent of all tablets Wow. Bought. Wow. <laughs> They've nailed that. Wow. I? Well done. And those those
3: adverts had such high production values. Didn't as well, they? Yeah. Like,
1: and they were incredibly irritating. Yeah, I love to
3: so much.
1: That was it pretty yeah. much all that clack. Incredibly noises. annoying. Yeah. Just the
3: click clack click clack <clears throat> click clack. Well yeah. you
1: know great. oh yeah, here's here's your surface tablet and uh It makes you, a good click. If you'd noise. like a if you'd like a, a keyboard with that, which also works as a cover, that'll be an extra couple of hundred dollars. And so fuck you man. An
2: extra couple of hundred dollars. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's how much it was at launch to get this kind of weird kind the of the I LAB. thought that would have
2: come with it. No that is no, no no,
1: that's um no.
3: that's an accessory.
1: Uh, Microsoft have not released specific sales statistics. IDC figures for Q1 placed surface sales at under a million. Wow. Under a million. I mean, that's crazy. You
3: wonder if the release of the Xbox One, if it has some, you know, the connectivity might boost it? Maybe? Do we. No, probably not. Probably
1: Why would not. it? Why would it? I mean, you know, who. Are you? The thing about Glass is that it works across all formats, doesn't it? It works yes. with your iPad, it works with your Android yeah, yeah. That's device. one of the reasons Smart
2: Glass is smart.
1: Exactly. Therefore, why bother going with something that's completely crippled. Yeah, crippled, yeah. for one of a better word. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody listening has purchased a Yes, and they're happy with it. In which case, get in touch with us. We'd like to hear from you, We'd that like one it. person out there yeah. somewhere.
2: <clears throat> There's always an evangelist for everyone. I met somebody who was really into the Engage.
3: Oh.
1: Oh. genuinely love their
2: end gauge. Really? Well, I'd, I'd
3: get them sectioned for that. If you don't
2: remember <laughs> if you don't remember the end gauge it was Nokia's foray into it, brief it, foray into the game incredibly poor um, like phone Game Boy combo that came mm. out about 2000. there was like an, a
3: Sonic exclusive for it wasn't you there you had to
2: hold it to your head like a taco in order to speak into that's it that's right it was it a, was a running joke thing yeah, yeah. But, but my my, my, fr- my friend Luke not you Luke a, a different Luke no um, friend Luke friend not <laughs> colleague, not <laughs> colleague. <laughs> not friend not colleague so let's get that straight a great. Luke I actually like yeah uh, he- oh, oh. lies I love Luke Are we, we yeah, I'm clear which one yeah go right he had an engage for years and he still talks, but he still, he still talks it up. Mad person. I, um,
1: well, but you had a, one of those Sony PlayStation phones, didn't you? With the thing, the slide-out thing. I did, I did. You had, the, had a PlayStation Xperia phone? Xperia
2: Z, Xperia yeah. thing. Whatever. I got it for free, to be fair. Oh, well. I, <laughs> there like, you yeah. go. I didn't use it very much, but yeah, I had one of those for a little while. Wow. And they were all like, yeah, we're going to launch PlayStation games on it. It's going to be awesome. And then three weeks later, <laughs> nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. Still just Crash Bandicoot. Just Crash line,
1: Bandicoot. The can Crash do, Bandicoot You could do
3: worse than Crash Bandicoot. What's the worst phone you've ever had, then, do you think?
2: Or oh, the Xperia Z, probably. That's yeah. not fair. It's, it's not that terrible. I'm
3: pretty young. I had a Nokia 3310, which I liked. Yeah. Um, 3210
2: was the classic model. Didn't
3: like... I got a Motorola razor, but it was like the second generation of Razr. So whereas the first ones were all like thin and quite nice. Oh, that was the
2: snappy phone. Yeah, well, this
3: one was a bit kind of fatter. Didn't like that. And then I had a, one of the bigger Nokias that was a bit shit.
2: When I was in Japan every single phone is a, is, a, is a snappy phone. Really? Every, they don't really do smart well they kind of gotten on, on smartphones now but when I was there in 2008 they just didn't do smartphones everybody had these ridiculous and everyone used to de- decorate them with like giant like rocks and diamonds and stuff and like ridiculous decorations <laughs> yeah. and, and I had like a I had a giant foam donut that was like a what phone charm. Okay. So to fit in my bag I just kind of find the giant foam donut and my little phone yeah, bag actually. Wow, that's beautiful. But I, It's cuz Japan had you know cool mobile phones like t- 15 years before we did but then they never really upgraded them when smartphones came
3: they into pagers yeah. as well cuz obviously in
1: the yeah. states
2: pagers were a big thing for a long time I really time. wanted a pager when i was
3: a kid and everyone was like you've got like a mobile why do you need one and i was like well it's a pager be i can pretend <laughs> i'm on the wire i know or like i'm a doctor and i need i need a, doctor. a drug dealer hey dr luke <laughs> i know i'm needed in theater am i <laughs> a drug dealer or a doctor the Darling, i need, in need it theater. in theater i must go <laughs> precocious 12 year old <laughs> me <laughs> like, yeah. Like <laughs> ridiculous. Oh,
1: dear. Okay,
3: oh. what else is happening? Um, right. Well, Ubisoft have been a bit. Well, this should shock no one. Ubisoft has announced they are not interested in games that can't be made into franchises. So it came about that they were chatting to um, um, the A List Daily about Watchdogs, um, and they were asked, you know, are you planning sequels? And Tony Key, who who is the senior vice president of sales and marketing for the company, said. Absolutely. That's what all our games are about. We won't even start if we don't think we can build a franchise out of it. There's no more fire and forget. It's too expensive. It is. So there you go. Hmm. Um, Ubisoft and I guess kind of everyone. It's only franchises from here on out.
2: Everyone which, in AAA anyway. Yeah. Well, there you go.
3: Which obviously, the whole everyone's like, no spoilers. But The Last of Us, Everyone like, sequel, sequel. Well,
2: I guess there's your answer. Because hmm. if it's it made money... And, Anything that's successful will get a sequel. Mm, which gonna, is not a bad thing in and of itself.
1: No, but... Surely you can't call it the Last of Us 2.
2: Well, you don't, you're the, like, <laughs> the second last. We're
3: of also us. the Last of Us. Found another Last
2: of Us. You're
1: found another. The last last there was
2: one of over us. there. The very Last of the the very a, Us. The, absolute the absolutely, absolutely, positively
3: us. Last of Us. <laughs> Honest Governor. Honest <laughs> governor.
2: <laughs> Definitely the Last of Us this time. It's a bit
3: sad because you do want you want innovation, right? I mean, like Watchdogs is exciting. Yeah, yeah but you can launch yeah. new
2: franchises. But you launch new ones. But that's not to say that, uh, you know, that they're not going to launch any new but I, sp-
3: I suppose it's tent polling, isn't it? You yeah. know, like Assassin's Creed is wildly successful, which <laughs> allows polling. them to take... <laughs> Child. <tent-pitching. laughs> which allows them to take risks in other, in other areas and yeah, like sure. innovate with new IPs, sure. like Activision did. You know, Call of Duty la- enabled them to do Skylanders.
2: And also, um, like, franchises don't mean no innovation. Nintendo's a great example of this. Within yes. their franchises, they do great innovations. and Activision does too. Like, within they they took Spyro and basically like snuck in Skylanders, and now Skylanders is its own thing. Yeah. So yeah, franchises are not a bad thing in and of themselves.
3: No, fantasy. And I
2: think the thing is though we've got to accept, unfortunately, games are so expensive now that pretty much anything's gonna get a sequel that may or may not be terrible. Yeah. That's the problem.
1: And you know, there's still gonna be a lot of innovation with the indie games. Mm. Yeah, to, yeah, those be. guys yeah. don't need to worry They're about getting, franchises. Yeah.
3: They're kind of getting their own. Place, aren't
1: they? I'm
2: it's so good. pleased that indie games are more and more of a thing on console now because they kind of Xbox Live Arcade in the early days of the Xbox 360 was super for indies and then it just kind of died because that became difficult to publish for and Sony weren't really great with PSN and now you know it's, it's a bit a like uh, it's a, push, a, ma- a main it? thing for a Sony is well we, we've said on have the have.
1: podcast before if you've got a PS Vita it's it's fantastic mm. it's brilliant for for that, yeah. for that kind of thing, isn't it? What you want, Um, Hideo Kojima? You've been been licking
3: his 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 salty tears. I have been licking Hideo Kojima's salty salty. Twitter tears, <laughs> Um so tears, Twitter oh! hey! Beautiful people. Um, so Hideo Kojima is depressed by Grand Theft Auto Five.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I just love that headline.
3: Yeah, I'm <laughs> just imagining him sitting there, just being like, <gasps> "I've got to say that is one of my better moments in journalism," which is kind of depressing. <laughs> but there we go. Um, so basically, he's been tweeting saying that um, the latest GTA Five trailer, the gameplay trailer, which we all loved, I think. Oh yeah, baby. Um, you know, we've got a shit ton so on it on for the GTA, site. Have yeah, yeah, a look at yeah. it. Um, but that trailer he said it depressed him because he doesn't think Metal Gear Solid 5 will be able to measure up. So he said and you know English isn't his first language so apologies. GTA 5 new trailer was awesome. This free control is future of the game way higher than anywhere makes me depressed as a matter of fact. I don't think R5 can reach that level. Rockstar's team are the best without question they will pull up the possibility of game. So basically what he's saying is he thinks Rockstar raising the bar and For um, everyone. They and do that every he time. He feels a bit fucked off I guess about Metal Gear. But they're totally different games, right?
2: They are, but I mean, hmm. I think it... I, mem- I remember when when I saw GTA V for the first time in in motion, just thinking everybody else must be so pissed off. because Rockstar have the firstly the money and secondly the time to really just sit down and make the best possible game they can make without any because re- they publish their own games, they have no restrictions at all, and they're phenomenally successful. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, they have vision that nobody else can just possibly. They've just got Rockstar. so
3: much freedom, haven't they? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I always. I was never a massive fan of GTA. I always found it a bit kind of unnecessarily crude in places and stuff. Um, Bit like this podcast. Bit like this podcast, really. Um, Fannies. Fannies. But GTA 4 was all right. But no, I think 5, that trailer, I was like, yeah, no, that's really good, actually. You know what? Off the high horse. My my partner has
2: recently been playing through the last bits of GTA 4 because he abandoned it in 2009.
1: Or 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 9. And never
2: played it ever since, so he's been playing that last half of that game and it looks balls now. Really? Really? Yeah, it really does. Like This is partly because my, I think I had to turn off all the processing on my TV because it was making it look terrible. Oh, yeah. But um, it's just, the thing is, it's got so much Scope that it's got it's got a tiny amount of detail. Mm. Like I mean, because I remember when I saw five, I thought, oh, it looks like four but better, and then I went back to four and I'm like, oh no, no, actually, <laughs> it looks really a lot. Because I, st-
1: I just remember four looking great and just it did it. Just just did w- it, yeah. just, just happy wandering the streets really because it was so much fun. But it's just I little sure.
2: details like I mean, just the faces and stuff are, are quite oh, yeah. slightly off. And there's there's not very much detail on any of the buildings and like through the windows, it's just a little texture. Yeah. So it's, it's like pasted onto, and that was all. You know, it's still an amazing technical achievement of a game. But now you go back and compared to five you look at it and you go well I wonder
1: if in five if you bump into somebody they just drop, drop their groceries and wander off I wonder if they're still oh, going to do that that, that, wasn't that was a bit that was a bit strange wasn't that was immersion destroying wasn't it yeah oh I've, I've sorry accidentally bumped into you you got two huge bags of shopping you're just going to forget about them <laughs> imagine the off.
2: AI necessary for them to sit down and put them back into oh the my god! Yeah. and then stand just up the and walk thing. away with them. and in this but what, heat, what you want kind of, is extra processing what they could have just done is kind of gone whoop nearly Instead of dropping
1: them, whoa, uh, nearly! I just <laughs> and just constant like, whoa, <laughs> nearly. nearly. There you go. <laughs> Take that, Rockstar. Well, that could have saved you a lot of trouble.
3: I've got a bit of a controversial thing because my flatmate, who doesn't play games, watched me play through The Last of Us. And oh, is no there going to be a spoiler? No, here? no, no, no spoilers. Right. Okay. No spoilers. So, so that is spoiler. a kind of benchmark for him. For gra- he like literally knows nothing about games. That was it. I showed him the new GTA Five gameplay trailer. As in, kind of get ready. This shit's coming. You're going to be watching a lot of this. And he was like, God, the graphics look awful, don't they? What? And I was like,
2: Do
3: they? I don't I think the problem it? is that what people do kind of want they, they like, want The
2: Last of Us but in an open world and say like, well that's not physically possible no okay. Like, you can't do that like it's an open world it's, it's going to obviously not look as good as the incredibly directed and uh, yeah. self contained but of you
3: us. you do see it is kind of because it's still slightly caricature right you know yeah, of it's, course. Not, it's not 100% it's hyper realistic hyper realistic yeah. yeah. so um, yeah which I get I just haven't played a game like it for quite a while mm. I mean so I didn't not, quite get around to Infinite it's not physically
2: possible to have an open world game that looks as good as Last of Us on, on these consoles the next one's Maybe. But is it's is it a bit of a shame a lot of people I know who've played The Last of Us are looking back at other stuff now and being like it's just I'm just, it's slightly ruined for me. It does, it does
3: really raise the bar doesn't it? Yeah. The yeah. It yeah. causes problems. Extraordinary. Mm. What else is news?
2: Miyamoto this is last week's news. Is it? Yes. Miyamoto teased a brand new Wii U franchise. Take that Finally! Ubisoft. Um, In an interview with Famitsu Magazine, Miyamoto said that Nintendo's working on a brand new Wii U game that isn't part of one of Nintendo's existing franchises. With Mario Kart 8 coming out in the spring of next year, we'll have a good selection available. So I'm thinking, isn't it about time we release something new? Reads the quote. (laughs) Um, Famitsu's follow-up question was, a new franchise, would that be a brand new title that you'd be working on? And Miyamoto said, I can't talk too much detail right now, but I will say this new title... He was on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) He was on the (laughs) toilet. But I will say, this new title's been keeping me busy lately. Hmm. So that would be the first brand new game IP to be released on Wii U by Nintendo except Nintendo Land which, which is launch a launch title
3: which is kind of just plagiarised another Nintendo franchise <laughs> yeah. not, no, no, not plagiarized no, no.
2: N- Nintendo Land was, was really really homage. good it didn't have enormous vast um, uh, ability which is a mm. horrible word but it was it was very good
1: is va- were you saying vastability is one word then
2: lastability oh
1: lastability I thought you said vastability <laughs> I, I, I was nodding and kind of going <laughs> yes. 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 what the
0: fuck is he talking about to the
3: di- to dictionary corner after <laughs>
0: this
2: <laughs> like, it's the German training sometimes they just like push words together and ah, think, right. think they're still a word okay um, yeah that, I mean I guess that's good
3: it's a bit but having said that he hasn't even announced it so we can't assume a release before what Middle or end of next year.
2: I think twenty fifteen. Yeah, and you're like, although you've got to you got to be faster than that. Nintendo is this series?
3: the thing? Two years after your console launches, you release a new IP for it. Like, good, there's good stuff in the interim, of course, but like you know why have you only just started Listen,
1: this shit where's Miss let's just be thankful they're still releasing stuff for it and this is they true. haven't kind of quietly forgotten
3: about
2: like
1: it
3: like Ubisoft who were just kind of like yeah
1: pretty
2: much everybody yeah. else has given up on Wii U now it's so sad I remember when they announced it there was this big show reel of developers being like Wii U wow so awesome look at the possibilities Ken Levine and others mm. and now sure enough nearly a year on it looks like nobody's developing anything new for it which is, which is a shame
1: just well the timing was all askance I think wasn't it yeah. if you, you, they had to back that thing up with a lot of good gaming you know really fast
3: and they, failed. they yeah. just failed it's the functionality as well it's just so clunky all of it you know like we, when we've tried to do stuff in the office it's, it's, little, it's, it's not functionality bit. it's clunctionality yeah, there you go
2: Zing. it's a little bit better since the update but still it should have launched it should have launched better than it was. Anyway, oh, wow. moving Such on.
1: Well. Yeah, final bit of news for today. Uh, Ubisoft CEO <laughs> Eve—is he actually called it Eve Gilmore? Eve, Eve Gilmore. Oh, what a brilliant Eve. name! He's,
2: he's quite—he's he's adorable. He's quite short. Is he? Yeah.
1: Should I do this in a French accent? Maybe,
2: maybe he's only
1: <laughs> on the. <laughs> well, we have started a raise trend. Short next yeah, we? He, he stated that the next-gen console pre-orders, according to some retailers, are two times what they saw at the last generation launch. At the moment, they are really getting more pre-orders than what they saw before.
2: More pre-orders. More, pre-order? more pre-orders.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, which is good yeah there you go there you so go. lots of pre-orders for the new consoles although I was reading uh, I think it was in today's um, Guardian because oh. I'm, I'm a lefty because you're a lefty yeah. I'm a lefty Guardian I live yes. in Walthamstow that's right yes. <laughs> coming, Walthamstow. we read the
2: Guardian here
1: <laughs> it's near the village don't yes. you know <laughs> yes. uh, saying that they they forecast that there's going to be something like I think it was there's going to be 117 million new consoles will be sort of the next gen as opposed to like 130 million of the current gen. So Interesting. they're forecasting a slight dip in the overall number of next really? gen consoles that will be... Because people are doing just, you know, phone games and stuff and like tablets
3: and ting. Well, I can't remember who I was... I wrote a news story... I a can't while remember I, who I was. I can't remember who I was in a past life. <laughs> I can't remember who, I, who said it, but I wrote a news story a while ago with um, a big developer predicting that every generation apparently to date... Um, the numbers of consoles sold have doubled. Yeah. So he was predicting that it would be 200 or 300 million across the board, including Wii U, um, which I think is incredibly optimistic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this was back when Xbox One was just announced. I think he was kind of assuming it might become, before the backlash, it might become this whole new home entertainment device. Yeah. And But I don't really know how likely that is now. Well, you don't know. I mean, in the States,
1: maybe they're going to do this whole thing of bundling the Xbox One with cable providers and things like that, yeah, you know, yeah. Direct yeah. TV and, and all that kind so of stuff. You can stuff.
2: use it as a cable box and you can buy games for it. There
1: you go, you see. But that's just not going to happen over here, at least. Certainly not in the New- UK. Cause we don't Sky really we do cable, that. do we? No, well, no. But, well, I mean, yeah. A friend of mine works at Sky in yeah. marketing
3: and he was like, no, I don't think it's going to happen. It's
1: not going to happen. Obviously, it'll still control your Skybox eventually. Yeah. I don't know when that functionality is going to come in, but
3: there you go. But the bundle's gone.
1: Yeah. So what we're looking at is, 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 is weird, isn't it? The more they try and make these these things the hub of your home entertainment focus, the less it seems to happen. Yeah, the, the more people kind of seem to throw their hands up
3: and shy away from it. Well You don't like it. I mean, at the moment I've got an Apple TV and I've got my PlayStation at home and like I watch I hope you don't get burgled. Well there's the thing, please don't. <laughs> uh, but I am um, I I watch my Netflix on the Apple TV rather than the PlayStation because the picture quality is slightly higher for yep, me personally, yep, yep. you know. So that's how and I I don't mind switching it over. It's just plugging and unplugging, you know. That's fine. Similarly, I've got an iPod and I've got an iPhone. I don't put my music on my iPhone. I listen to music on my iPod. Right. I just I don't like consolidating devices. I'm quite happy to have clutter
2: I've still got an iPod Touch from 2008 that I still use
3: see it's like there you go. it's comforting instead to have all these things instead of my brand
2: new phone really
3: I mean yeah. are we mental you're quite tech minded are we absolutely mental to kind of cons- not consolidate I've got a PS3
1: and I've got a separate Blu-ray player that's um, how ridiculous. little I consolidate it's not <laughs> though, because the standalone Blu-ray player is just better than yeah? the one that's is built it? into the PS3 it just is mm. it just is yeah Yeah. But Sony uh, PS3's Um, do a little bit of picture processing so you're not actually getting the pure image out of the the Blu-ray that you should. (laughs) Stuart (laughs) Reid. Fuck me, I bored myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just just we don't have anything to contribute. You know what, just on one one final bit of a news note, uh, talking about Apple, news is, or the rumours are, Mm. they are, you know, there's been talk for ages about them launching a television, an actual television. News is, they're in discussion with LG about LG producing 4K panels for them. Really? So if and when this Apple device ships, it looks as if it will be a 4K device. Wow.
2: Holy balls. Which will
1: be amazing. That's quite exciting. That will be the first Apple product I'll actually want to own.
2: (laughs) Does it not get to the point where the human eye just can't see any better?
1: Me can't and you, perceive- yeah, because, well, yeah. you know, we're blind. Yeah, uh, if you can't somebody, perceive the difference. Somebody young and fulsome like Luke, however. Hello. Uh, hello there.
3: Good. He's got, he's got eyes like a fly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know what, I that don't know what that means. I think years
3: of video games are slowly destroying my yeah. eyesight. I'm not that optimistic.
1: for me. Uh, now, uh, we are moving on to talk about something that's happening on the website. A bit of a change. Yes.
2: Yeah, the most important thing to happen to IGN in a very long time. We, we have We are changing our comments. Uh, and trying to stop them being quite as horrifying as they have been for far too long now.
1: Is that because of idiots?
2: It is because of idiots. Like, you, know, I, we've, we've, you know, we've met a lot of a lot of IGN readers, like you guys who listen to our podcasts and come to events and stuff, and we, we, we love- meet IGN readers all the time, and I I spend a lot of time in comments, and 95% of people in there are actually perfectly lovely. Yeah. 95% of our readers. But the problem is that the arseholes have been scaring the nice people out of the comments threads mm. for the last, like, you know, several years. And it's got to the point where they now dominate the conversation and they don't reflect the people who read our website at all.
1: I can you know what? As you say in that, I'm watching you and you're absolutely furious about this, aren't you? I can see it in your face. You've got a real yeah. passion about this. Well,
2: yeah, I've I've been I've been I'm very passionate about our comments, uh Moderation and stuff because, like, obviously, being a girl on the internet, what you get, you <laughs> get a girl, there's no <laughs> such thing, you get a bunch of jackasses, yeah. And yeah. so, I think I probably get more of this shit than some other people, although yeah. we all get shit, everybody gets shit yeah. in the comments. So, we basically just decided to take a stand. There's a letter from our editor in chief, um, Steve Butts, who, um, has basically summed it up. While most IGN comments are respectful and productive, we've let the abusive comments get to the point where they dominate our discussions. When even just one hostile comment is enough to ruin an entire thread, we've got to take our job as curators of our sites more seriously. Mm. The best way to create an appetite is to feed it, and by letting these abusive comments live on IGN, we've been encouraging more of the same. It's long past time for that to stop.
1: Okay, so we're moderating?
2: Yeah, we've got new moderation rules... um, uh, we're say. basically just no hatred is allowed on okay. our website anymore. No homophobia, no sexism, no personal abuse, no fanboy shit. None of it is is going to be tolerated anymore. the The thing is that this is going to be a long battle. Of course, yeah. it is. Like we've we've hired new people. Well, we're hired. We've brought new people on on board to help us with the comments, and we're taking more of an active role in comment moderation as well. But this is a long. Uh, long term plan I think one of the kind of things that I've
3: seen is feedback lots of people are like oh you're not letting us express our opinions and that's completely the opposite what Mm. we're doing is creating an environment where you can express your opinions Um, but the point is if if you disagree with someone by all means attack the opinion, but don't attack the person, because a lot of you, a lot of people have been doing that, you know, and that's kind of something that I think that's that's not on. That doesn't foster a healthy environment. It's a, and it's, it's got a, to go.
1: it's a tricky line to to walk, though, isn't it? Yeah. In, you know, between that kind of moderation and censorship. How, yeah. How I mean, you, you people know, are how talking you about freedom. Sure,
2: yeah. Again, Fre- Americans especially are very obsessed with freedom of speech. So anytime you say, actually, you can't call me a cunt on my website, it's like, oh, freedom of speech. It's like, no, no, you can't walk into my house and call me a cunt. So I'm not right. going to sit here and, and let you call me a cunt it's so where
3: we work as much as anything but I mean you know, the fact of the matter is you are you can write within reason you can write what you want if you disagree with the score we've given you know by all means politely say why you think it's different I'm sure everybody that. who
2: listens to our podcast yeah. is not a moron and yeah. knows this yeah, I don't know but where these people just, come from that's, that's the other main thing because like again every single reader of IGN I've ever met has been like, a great person and most of the people that I talk to on the internet are also great people. So I don't know where these jackasses are, but we're going to read them out. Minority. So if minority. So if you are one of our IGN readers who's been, you know, depressed by or scared away from the comments in the past few years, we're, we're hoping to win you back. Come this. back.
3: And feel free to upvote comments that you think are good and, like, you know, kind of represent the kind of IGN that you want to see. And then they'll rise to the top.
2: But we've also, um, this is new policy. So if you have any thoughts about our comments, either about, you know, what they were like before what they're like now or what we can maybe do to make it better please let us know yeah. again our email address is IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com or, or leave
1: you know leave a note in the comments leave actually. a note in the comments yeah. and I'll tell you you're fucking wrong and you should fuck off and die <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Stuart, Stuart's uh, <laughs> Stuart's not subscribing to these changes <laughs> yeah. um, but this, this feeds into a bigger thing like the whole internet has a problem with comments yeah like, it's, what the fuck is that? No, the whole about? internet
1: has a, has a problem with souls yeah. That's the problem. It, it, you know, because you're hidden away and, and you're not you're not face-to-face with somebody. I mean, all the shit that we get in comments and stuff like that, you, these people would never dare say any of this to your face no. because they're cowards.
2: And actually, if you talk to people directly, a lot of the time they, they end up apologising. Oh they, yeah, completely. You know, they I don't mean, realize you're a person, or they do, but then they don't think about it until you come mm. back and go, "Well, that's not very nice, is it?"
3: And it's it's true. Like when we get bad feedback, if you engage with them, but I mean, having played MMOs for years, it's it's
2: just <laughs> yeah. you know,
3: you, Jesus, wept, the quality of some of it. Like it's a even people who don't play MMOs know about you know like Warcraft tr- trade chat and all of that. Like it's just people are dicks behind the anonymity of the internet. Wow. <laughs> um, but people can be great, and you know, I think that's we want more of those people. I
2: really believe in that, people.
3: The, vast, ma- the vast majority I really are. believe
2: that people are great and the- that these Dickheads have been stopping people from allowing to express yeah. themselves. So I, I I'm, I'm really hoping that this changes. And, and, and also, I think it's important that we take a stand because hopefully other websites will follow suit. Yeah, good I point. Think that's really important. Good
1: point. As Keza says, let us know what you think about the changes. Some of you have already been uh, writing into us on our new uh, email uh, address: yes. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com. Uh, Adrian Hall's written in, and he <laughs> he said, "Hi guys, I had a great idea for a question. Here it goes." Whee! <laughs> brilliant he's really excited okay so he's if you had to choose time. one out of these uh, so if you had to choose one out of these out of this list to have never existed what would it be we'll start with games uh, so you've got a choice of four games here to have never existed <coughs> I'm going to just give to have never this, existed yeah this is for you too uh, you've got a choice of one of these four games never existed Metal Gear Solid Ocarina of Time Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy
3: 7 <sighs> Chrono Trigger for me.
2: I think Chrono Trigger only because all of those other games have led to so many other things. Yeah, they've that all may been happened.
3: they've all kind of been big uh, watershed moments. I think in gaming where like the mediums become more mainstream or like you know,
2: well, no, like Metal Gear Solid was the birth of the stealth game. I'm sure yeah, somebody yeah. else would have done it, but probably not in the way that Metal Gear has. Yeah, Ocarina of Time was the birth of the 3D adventure game. Really, yeah. So again, really important.
3: And Final Fantasy VII, I think for the many birth people, storytelling in video game yeah, games. Yeah, and it's also the moment that many people show that. Video games can affect you emotionally, like hugely. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not even a spoiler, but so, the thing that happens, you know.
2: So all, sure. those, all those, yeah. I only picked Chrono it's an awesome game, but I only picked that one because it would probably have less of an effect on the evolution of On the of industry games. as a whole. Okay,
1: second section, these films. Four films here. Which one would Oof. you choose never to have existed? Pulp Fiction, The Godfather, Star Wars, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly.
2: You guys take this one.
1: I would have to say, probably on that list, Pulp Fiction. Really? I would be quite happy if Pulp Fiction didn't exist. I think Reservoir Dogs is a terrific film. Uh, I I think Pulp Fiction is fine. It is what it is. I I, I don't think it's a particularly masterful piece of filmmaking. I think the other three are. Godfather, obviously, is a superb adult movie and changed (laughs) the face of Hollywood in the early 70s. Star Wars... Do you know what, actually... Uh, if you say, if you finish Wars.
3: that sentence, Stuart Reed, I am going to get so cross with Star you. Star
1: Wars is a tough one for me because I'm not a massive fan of Star Wars, but... Wait, uh,
3: prequels or original? All of it. Oh, uh, what? They're
1: just... They're just I they, like it all. They're just movies. Yeah. So
2: just, my, my secret well, shame is that I don't like Star Wars very much. Really.
3: What is wrong with you two? Well, fine. You know what? I haven't seen The Godfather or The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, so... You right. haven't seen
2: The Godfather? No, I haven't. Even I've even seen The Pez Godfather. Even Kez has seen The Godfather. I know, and she's I know, I, know, I know. I've watched literally four films The Godfather, one, two, three, <laughs> and Finding Nemo. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> or Brave, actually. I have right. seen Finding Nemo.
1: School report, I'm going to give you... I'll even lend you the Blu-rays. Yes, okay. All right, uh, I will give you... F- three weeks because we're moving and we're busy
3: and yeah, stuff yeah well like I'm that. working from home not that I'll be doing anything other than working, <laughs> I'm working from- please tell me Alex doesn't listen to this but I'll be, with- I'll be working I'll be working when I'm working alright two
1: podcasts time I want a, uh, a school report on at least Godfather parts one and part two okay All I'll right? do that well, really? and
3: I'll watch them on the weekends in my own time uh, that's right <laughs> 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 Third section,
1: TV shows, Sopranos, Faulty Towers, Blackadder, and he says, add another one by yourself. I can't think of a good answer since I don't watch a lot of TV. you know? <laughs> lazy, lazy, well, lazy bastard. Good. We'll just give you those three, Sopranos, Faulty Towers, and Blackadder.
2: I'm watching The Sopranos <sighs> through again right now right. to celebrate James Gandolfini. Aww. And it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And it's the first, was it the first? Well, I suppose Oz was the first big HBO drama that really redefined television, wasn't it? Hmm. Wasn't, was Oz, wasn't Oz HBO's first? Yeah,
1: well, I don't know if that really. I think I don't Sopranos, think it was the same. No, yeah. Sopranos really, really came the into one. the kind of consciousness of, of the entire world. Yeah, whereas Oz I don't didn't. think Oz probably didn't. It was, no, it, it was, it was, it it was very much a critical favorite. Yeah, but it didn't really find. And it was speed.
2: good. Like, it showed that TV's production values could be high. But anyway, Sopranos, no way that, that, that has to exist because right. that, that that's made mm. TV worth watching. Yeah, um, Faulty Towers. I can't imagine a world without Faulty Towers. I think Britain would have just fallen into disrepair. And we would never have had a cultural or artistic renaissance after the war and we'd all just be living in holes. But I just love how it's, it's
3: cross-generational. Like, it just, you know, I remember watching that with my, like, my parents when I was young and I got it because it was funny and they did, like, it's it's quintessential
2: British comedy. Yes. You've got so to your have that. favourite Faulty Towers moment, go. Uh,
3: picking up Manuel
1: and smashing his head against the wall, wondering where the door is supposed to be. <laughs> is it
2: supposed to be there? Where's the door? Where have you put it?
1: There?
3: Is it over there? So love good. It. Just it like,
1: amazing physical comedy.
3: Oh my God, I... Oh, I don't remember. I think the one with the moose falls on his head. I oh <laughs> God! Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, yeah. That, and he's just slightly. And the old major is there talking yeah, to the moose. Yeah, That's brilliant. Yeah. In which case, I, I can f- speak English. I learned it from a book. That's uh, <laughs> one. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing. In which case, I think we're all agreed. We'll all go with D. For this one which What was is, C again? D was add it by yourself I can't think of a good yeah, answer Because so I, mean, I, I need Blackadder That's, that's Blackadder Black, I could yeah. do without Blackadder yeah. Oh, what? oh really? Oh that. no I couldn't oh. do without Black Adam. I could
2: do without that existence I also really I could... like the first series Do you know what Black Blackadder I was Adder's
3: about my... to say I could do without the first
2: series No what? See
3: everyone hates the first series Because he's so weedly But I actually find that quite endearing Also Who does he remind you of? In that first season? Joffrey Joffrey He is
1: so Joffrey In that season isn't he? King Joffrey
3: Yeah
2: He's, he's this little n- 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 character and he's all whiny whiny yeah. whiny
3: everyone taking dumps on him all the I time I think one yeah. of the
2: reasons I don't get Blackadder is that most of its comedy is very pun based yes isn't it and I don't yeah. understand puns Kaza doesn't get puns no, no I have a real problem with puns I don't get them is like, it
1: like some sort of autistic thing? I
2: think it's a Scottish thing because my friend, my friend Cara, was who's here yesterday, also from and, we and we were trying to work and yeah, it through. We, 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 there was a there was a hash pig a hash bag, a hash pig. There was a hash
3: pig. Um, <laughs> a hosh- what? It's like bacon that gets you stoned. It's great. <laughs> Fucking. Hell. I know. Oh right. We've got right. to invent that. We've got bacon to invent the hash jerky, pig.
2: Bacon jerky that gets you stoned. There you go. Awesome. pig. There was a pig going around Twitter yesterday, which is video game sitcoms, and yeah. Luke was reading them out, like Deus Ex in the city. Deus Ex in the city, very good.
3: Whoa. And, uh... It was a very trans... It was a liminal moment, with, you had to be there. With,
2: <laughs> words with <laughs> The pain on your faces, you're trying
3: to think of more of those. It was... That's well, the, the best, I, the best I could come up with was either Animal Crossroads or Animal Crossing New Girl, and then I had to go set myself on fire because I was so <laughs> wow. ashamed of myself.
1: So
2: anyway, Luke was reading these out, and I just like, I don't get it. This is my major failing as a journalist. Is that <laughs> I'm so poor at puns. Can't, yeah.
1: can't do bylines. Can't, can't do bylines. bylines. No. no, I'm got a clue. Uh, all right, two more of these. Uh, music. This is going oh, to oh, be interesting. Are you ready for this? So which one of these uh, should never or could you live without, never have existed? David Bowie. Oh, come on. Queen. Oh, God. The Beatles and the Rolling Stones.
2: I literally couldn't live without David Bowie. I actually think life would not be worth living without David Bowie. I'm a big fan of Queen.
3: I like Queen. I think I would get rid of the Beatles. No! I don't. What the okay no, here's the the now here's they the invented thing now here's the thing now here's the thing i agree They invented
2: like nine songs. I, I
3: agree that they in in seven years yeah. i have had i've had this argument so many times i agree that they were great for their time
2: not but, for that fucking time but no today
3: it sounds what? bland what? and just listless i don't like the beatles i'm so sorry Get out. And i'm so listless. sorry
2: you're allowed to not like the beatles but you can't say they're bland and listless
3: I just find their music by modern standards it's underproduced.
2: When was the li- What? I like
3: produced mu- okay. Like, what? Like music. Okay. you like shit music as what you like I like pop and I like drum and bass and I like oh my god dubstep and stuff. I like awful music.
2: You right.
1: you've listened to Tomorrow Never Knows, haven't you? Yeah. Which is basically I've to,
3: um, which is basically Modern pop. I've listened to that Donovan's. weird flute one as well. What's the with, what about, what? There's something weird? What? There's something to do with a flute in one of them, I don't know. Oh Brilliant. my god, right. Okay, I don't Brilliant.
2: think your opinion on this counts. Okay,
1: so you, you two you t- <laughs> can debate amongst yourselves I'll tell, you,
3: tell you right now, I know that for me,
1: I think it's. Act- I could do without the Rolling Stones. I actually oh, don't bad. really like them very much. I was underwhelmed by their Glastonbury set. When I, I watched I, you it on know TV what? admittedly. To to me I they, watched Glastonbury,
2: I thought they fucking rocked.
1: They're a bar band that just got a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, they got lucky. they You know, a blues band that started off in the 60s doing loads of cover versions. For some reason, they just managed to hitch a, a ride on, on this massive kind of pop-rock moment yeah. in, the, in the late 60s and early 70s. And yeah. just because they subsumed a massive amount of drugs and shagged a lot of models, they, they seem to be held up as the pinnacle of, of modern pop mm. and rock music. Personally, I don't get it. After about, I think probably after Brian Jones died. You know. Game over. Game over, dude.
2: Uh, I love the Rolling Stones, but for the same reason as for the game selection that we got. The yeah. Beatles, Bowie and Queen... Without those, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have glam rock. We wouldn't have you, you wouldn't pop have music without Queen. Yeah. No, we wouldn't have music. You wouldn't have any kind of uh, pop identity. You wouldn't have like Bowie invented like basically he invented uh, uh, what do you fucking call them avatars in, in pop mm, and rock. You yeah. Yeah, wouldn't have any yeah. of that without the Beatles. You wouldn't have any modern music. You wouldn't have any studio any experimentation. No, no music whatsoever. Without no, it the wouldn't. We,
1: we'd just be listening to nothing.
2: <laughs> we'd still be listening to uh, that John Cage like piece, that kind of four swing stuff from the 30s. swing <laughs> <laughs> stuff continually. We'd actually
1: still be listening to Cliff Richard, and oh, hang on, we are actually still listening <laughs> hey, to Cliff Richard. There, you could do a lot worse than Cliff Richard. Oh my god, hey, Wired for Sound, nothing wrong with that. And Carrie, Carrie's a track.
2: What's, what? The, I have, I've never. Who heard... else would have
1: the balls to put the Lord's
3: Prayer to music?
1: I I've never you.
2: heard the song Millennium. Dream?
3: Millennium Falcon?
1: Millennium
2: Prayer? Prayer. I've never yeah. heard the there song Millennium Prayer because I've run out of the room whenever it has come on. I've never actually heard it.
3: Do you not like Cliff's Christmas songs then? Do
1: you I not cannot like Listen cannot to stand it. Chris, it
2: actually makes Cliff. me physically hurt to listen Chris, to Cliff Richards. Chris
3: Cliff. <laughs> Cliff is taking you to church. You should be glad about this.
2: <laughs> I, can, I can't, I can't <laughs> deal with Cliff <laughs> Richards. Oh, right. so I'll go with Stones as well only because they're, well... Yeah, yeah. You know I'll what, for,
3: for the status quo I'll go with Stones No, status quo is not on the list mate me. Um, me.
1: Sorry. And you've... finally, last section of uh, books Which book of this could you do without <laughs> <laughs> What's he picked? Uh, Lord of the Rings, Watchmen, Sin City Or the Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care
2: I think three of those four books <laughs> <laughs> I could do that, three of those That's the there.
1: Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care you Available be- now, if lines are busy call later But <laughs> do call <laughs>
2: Uh,
3: Lord of the Rings I'll take uh, no, in, no 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 as in that's the only one that I want to keep All right, okay. do what you want What's with you others Watchmen what,
2: what? Uh, Watch, Watchmen's awesome come Watchmen's,
1: on
3: yeah, yeah come on
2: but like if you think of like, have works you read of Watchmen, world literature
1: no right Well, you can't have an opinion on it I this. can
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into a to go into a comedy <laughs> you sock why until- you're, you're going to go into a comments thread and tell everybody else who has read it why they're wrong yes. I'm not no I'm not I'm just going to tell you that you're
3: a fucking idiot for no apparent reason without, based on any fact. <laughs> not on IGN you won't no
2: not on IGN Honestly, put me in
1: my place well I think we could probably all do without most of those books
2: if you yeah. think about oh. works of world literature you could have picked four much better books than that <laughs> yeah. you really could nah, yeah uh, next piece of reader feedback. Oh, is that... Are we done? Are we done yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah. Thank was you, Adrian. Really well, that? was good thank fun. Thank you, that was fun. More, More of, of that sort of yeah, thing, I, I think. Yeah, we enjoy them. It, would you rather have lobster claws for hands or whubba, a snake whubba, 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 for a whubba, whubba, tongue? Give us that kind of question.
1: Definitely a snake for a tongue.
2: Lobster. I would go, well, lobster claws, it'd be very difficult to find a lover with you, lobster claws for hands. <clears> Although also a snake for a tongue, but even an issue. Well, no, come on. <laughs> Depending. Yeah.
3: Kaza's going down the rabbit hole
2: here. Oh, my <laughs> Lord.
1: I think that's the issue. There you
2: go. So has sent in some feedback he said in the past year i replayed psychonauts on the pc a game which i adored when i originally played it some five to six years prior on the ps2 the gameplay still still holds up pretty well its main drawback its main draw is a great sense of humor um my question to you lot is what games do you hold in high regard that you've recently replayed without cringing also have you felt your did you find that your style of playing that game had changed much
3: Hmm. Well, you're about GTA. I mean, GTA 4 graphics, I suppose, is one of them, isn't it? Like,
2: well, I, I could play, I could replay GTA, but there's so many things. That's that's actually one of that's the opposite. Like you play GTA 4, and the mission design, the checkpointing, and the the way it looks all now are quite difficult to tolerate. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, not yeah. being able
1: to go anywhere you want to go at the start of the game, and bug, bug the hell that's out. Really of me. irritating. Even playing it at the time, I remember that bugging the hell out. And of me. You
2: can get too. You can get within 30 seconds of the end of a mission and then have to go right back yes. to driving to said mission. Really? That Again, that, that yeah. wouldn't be tolerated now.
3: Well, I mean, I I, the one that I've always wanted to is Morrowind, because I loved it. Oh, that's
2: that's unplayable now.
3: Because this is the thing. In my head, it is the best of all the Elder Scrolls, but I haven't played it since it was released. And I used to love, you know, having to walk everywhere, no like minor fast travel, um, because I felt it created more of a world. But given the size of the world today, I think if I went back, it would drive me fucking bananas.
2: I went back to Super Mario 64 um, a couple of weeks ago. Extraordinary game. It is so perfect it's it's really? an absolutely perfect video game there is nothing wrong with it at all and you know the way it looks even uh, you know alright the graphics aren't good now but that doesn't fucking matter it's got the most perfect control system it's got awesome just the whole design of it is so beautiful and it's so precise I've, I've never played a better game than it I don't think Wow. so that's one I've replayed without cringing
3: my only, my only big fear is that Final Fantasy X HD is obviously coming out and I Final Fantasy X is my favourite <laughs> game of all time played it when I was 13 cried like a child for about an hour at the ending And I'm absolutely terrified that I'm going to play it because I saw um, a trailer the other day and I was like, ooh, this doesn't look as engaging as I remember. I'm terrified that I'm going to have grown up or it's going to have gotten worse and then all my dreams will have come to aught. Pretty much. (laughs) There's one thing you
2: played recently that has stood up.
3: That has stood up? Yeah. Mm, I don't really go back. I'm not really one for replaying old games. No. No. It's not really anything. Life's too short. Yeah. I don't have time to play the new do
2: games. Do you ever, that do I want you ever to play. replay old uh, replay? Re- <laughs> but read old books. I play, yeah,
1: yeah. No, some but not often. Here's the thing: I'll, I'll re-watch old movies, and mm. of course, I'll listen to old music. Yeah, but, but games and books probably not so much. No,
2: I read. I read um, mostly. I don't tend to re-read things unless I'm working on them for, like, at university. Obviously, yeah. I'm like I'm reading this about sixty books that I had to read six or seven times.
3: I mean, I, the only thing I can kind of say is like, you know, games like MMOs take time off, come back to them. And I don't know, I did that for Warcraft. And I don't know, I think it's, it's a very different game than it once was.
2: I've, start, I've started replaying games lately. Maybe just because I'm getting to that stage of life where nostalgia starts to set in as a thing. Mm. So At I'm playing 24. All, 25 nearly. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> God, all downhill for me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I did find that most of them don't. Um, Nintendo actually their games tend to hang up because they're, they're just very well designed. Mm, and, yeah. But a lot of other games um, don't ever. And that's, because obviously with films, like it's not like you watch a film now and think the graphics are shit or the controls are rubbish. Although well, some of the shooting
3: well, things, sometimes the, the way yeah. it's shot and stuff yeah. is, is See, I, I, out I did, and it's paced weirdly. That's
1: right, the pacing is 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 different now, isn't it? Films, yeah. are, films are, you know, if you... I think one example that I tend to bring up is Bullet. Everybody goes on about this amazing film with Steve McQueen, you know, Bullet, and it's got this incredible car chase... Uh, it's not that good. It's quite boring. It's really slow. And even the car chase is dull because mm. we're so, you know, we're, we're used to things being f- cut to a much faster rhythm and a much mm. farther, faster pace I struggled with anything before
3: 1995. Which is bleak.
1: But also, also the, wow, the, uh Well,
2: you're going to struggle with The Godfather. Yeah. My, my, my family is a cinema family. My, my family had the first chain of cinemas in Scotland mm-hmm. called the Cameo Cinemas. So we, we were a big cinema family back then when, when cinema was starting in the 1910s, 20s, 30s. And uh, so my mum was brought up in a kind of cinema culture. And she watches a lot of films from the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. And I find a lot of those, they're like filmed plays like completely yeah. static shots, and the acting's very hammy because they're used to stage acting. And I find that difficult to watch because it totally takes me out of it. So mm. I have trouble appreciating films from from that era of cinema, classic mm. era of cinema, just because it just... It's not that they're worse, it's just they're very different.
1: They are very different. Eels, They're worth watching, I think, for the story alone sometimes, though. Yeah. Um, that, this is why I'm a big fan of all the Ealing comedies from the, the, the 40s and 50s, because even though they are quite stagey and... Well, actually, they're not all that stagey, but, but the acting can be a little bit stagey mm. the, the stories behind them are so good they're, they're so smartly written that you overlook that I would suggest uh, that says a lot I would suggest the Lavender Hill Mob if you haven't seen an Ealing mm. comedy because that's great it's a heist movie but but a very, very, very English genteel heist movie. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Terrific movie. Out on Blu-ray now, I think, as well. So check
3: it out, Kez. Check
2: we can, it out, everybody. I will. Then we've got one last piece of feedback.
3: Yep. Um so Cameron Moyles is talking about the PlayStation Plus PS4 requirements. he says, Hi guys, just want to ask you for your opinions on the Hello, requirement everybody. of PlayStation Plus to be able to play online on the PS4. Do you think that the attempt to create greater incentive to subscribe to the service is affected at all by the PS4's relatively low price point? Then he goes on to say um, it makes sense from a business point of view, which he agrees with. But he finds it irritating that he's already going to have paid a lot for a console. Um, and then, you know, he then needs to spend a little bit more every month for Plus. Yeah. Personally, so just- I don't. I kind of think it's you haven't had to pay for PS Plus for all or, you know, you can still on the PS3. You've never had to pay to play games online, but right? But that's
2: because their online gaming infrastructure is terrible, and if you had to pay for it, you'd be upset.
3: Yeah, but this is the thing. You've all, you've got free multiplayer forever long, and it's much better, you know. The incentives
2: are huge. They're brilliant, yeah. you know. Plus, it's so good, man. You get so many free games.
3: So much free stuff. Like you you I mean, pay for
2: it, and they give you it back, basically, in the first month of really? free games. He, yeah. does,
3: he doesn't say where he's from, because obviously Europe, I think it's kind of widely... I assume Europe, Europe. I mean, it's widely agreed that Europe and Australia get better Content on the PS Plus, then. Um, but this is the America. thing: like,
2: we've been playing for it. I've been paying for Xbox Live for nearly ten years, and it's never given me free stuff. Yeah, and it basically makes all the basic functionality of online unavailable without a subscription. Mm. But the thing is that because it was so much better than Sony's, you kind of could sort of swallow paying for it. But now that Sony's is well, if if the thing is, they're going to have to make it lots better, right? Yeah, because if it's still shit, and you have to pay for it with all that
3: social integration, I assume they're going. Yeah, to. They
2: couldn't even do party chat.
3: Yeah, But I mean, this is the <laughs> thing: like, just looking at kind of you know. You can still play all your single player games without it and stuff, so it depends what you,
2: you want. I you know? think Plus I, is an awesome deal. You should you should sign up for Plus if you're a PlayStation yeah, player.
3: Yeah, like or multiplayer on all your games. You know, access to demos and things, and a free game every free month. Free shit, so know? much free
2: shit, loads I, of free shit. They've got to
3: make money somewhere,
1: like you know. Poor, yeah, poor Sony. They've got to make money somewhere. Poor hey, they're a- back in profit a- for Sony. the first time
3: in like seven years. Are you really that keen to take it away from them? <laughs> yes, right. I am. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right, that's it for feedback. Uh, let us know uh what you think of the feedback or if you want to give us feedback. or feedback, feed, back feed, 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 feedback. Feed, feedback, feed, feed,
2: feedback, feed back, 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 back.
1: Comments. IGN underscore UK feedback. We're making a lot of the same Comment.
2: jokes today, Stu.
1: Don't know what's going on. Mm. Uh, uh, what's out this week in the world of games and t- films?
2: Dick all. Uh, oh. Well, Dynasty Warriors 8. What's, uh,
1: what's that? It's, it's got quite a good review. It
2: has got a good review. Apparently it's very good uh, for its... I'm, I'm not going to buy it, I'll be honest. It's it's Romance of the Th- Three Kingdoms, uh, Chinese, Japanese. It's, made but It's like a hack and, and slash.
3: slash kind of yeah. thing. I'm quite tempted by it.
2: He's literally yawning. That was really impressive. It was like a yawn on demand. <laughs> I'm quite tempted by it. And shockingly catchy. so of course it
3: makes you yawn because he hates everything I like
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's not
1: true oh, no,
3: no well, it is yeah
2: if you, if you like that kind of thing it's one of those classic if you like that kind of thing games how about movies
1: um, The World's End the third film in the Cornetto uh, Three Cornetto Flavours trilogy by Edgar Wright starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost who's His- seen it have you? Have you?
2: I didn't. I went to see it. I, I didn't yeah, see it. I was so excited because I never get to go see films. What was it like? <laughs> what
1: did you think of it?
2: I loved it. I thought You've it was really good. Two? You've seen
1: the seen Hot Fuzz in the I've seen Hot Fuzz and, Shaun, Hot Fuzz of and Shaun
2: of the Dead and I'm a big Spaced fan. Um, I think the thing was for me though, I found it quite sad because in Spaced...
1: No one can hear you scream. Hey! hey!
2: In Spaced all these dudes are like, you know my age 25 five, five ish and it was kind of watching all those people as 40 somethings mm-hmm. and i was a bit like oh it's a bit depressing mm-hmm. it's a little bit depressing yeah. uh but the, the the film isn't about that the film's kind of about whether it's possible to grow up without growing up. becoming an adult without growing old I've grow heard, up without growing old i've heard, heard quite a
3: lot of conflicting reports about simon Pegg's character like people either love him or hate him oh he's a dick but yeah it's fine
2: like i don't you know you don't need to like the main character in a film do you well no,
3: well, no but it's i don't kind kind of, like tony but Soprano. you've always but you've always kind of liked simon Pegg,
2: right as a character, yeah, like, so, from what so, I
1: understand, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have almost swapped characters. Yeah, Nick, Nick Frost is the sensible one, Simon Pegg is the daft one, in very this. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Simon, Simon Pegg is the daft one, is is difficult to get used to if you're yeah. used to it, but yeah, it's good. It's, um, it's, uh, I think it's great. I I think I'll we'll see it.
1: You've made me want to go and watch Space again actually, which yeah. is probably going back to the earlier email, probably one of the TV shows I would not want to live without, really. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're in San Diego. Go to Comic-Con. We're there. San Diego. We've got live Wales streams.
2: And if you're not in San Diego, we've got yeah. live streams of all the Comic-Con stuff. We've got loads of Comic-Con things on the site. It's only going to get more over the weekend.
1: Tilly's there. If you see Tilly... uh Careful, he's probably drunk. So you
2: <laughs> say you're fucking Chris Tilly to him.
1: Yeah, he will love that. Yep, he will, he will. love it. He loves it, and we love you. Thanks for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure to do the final podcast from this knackered old building. Yeah, I am convinced when we slam the door on this place for the final time, the whole place is going to come down in rubble. Yep. But I think we're going to look forward to uh, inviting you to our new home yes. next yeah. week, which is well, also on Oxford week. Street. By the we're way, we're not
2: inviting you next week.
1: No. <laughs> no, but we're inviting you. We we're inviting your ears. To listen to a podcast in the new home, but
3: it is it is happening. <laughs> next. We are on Oxford Tenuous. Street still as well. We did mention that earlier. Yeah, uh, we are. So yeah. if you want stalkers, yeah, don't, don't come touch us. Them.
1: No, no. Oh, don't say that. because people will. Wow. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.